Good to be together. Always important that we come to the word of the Lord together. Don't know uh, what you're feeling this morning. Um, we can feel lots of emotions at the same time, can't we? This morning, um, I'm I'm full of I'm full of joy. I'm celebrating my wife's first Mother's Day, which is which is amazing. And I want to say Happy Mother's Day to to the ladies, and I just want to honour all ladies in the life of the church. We love you. We're blessed by you. There's a, there's so much strength in you. Um, but I'm also very much aware that this day is full full of various emotions because. We've lost mothers. We've uh, we've got various circumstances in our lives, and we can feel lots of different kind of emotions. So, like today, I'm 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 full of joy, but I'm also reflecting. <laughs> oh Lord, help me! Three years ago today, three years ago today, uh, Pastor Dave Aylin went to be with the Lord, and. That was such a painful time. Um, that was such a devastating time. And um, Pastor Dave was a man full of joy, and I learned so much from him. But there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was going to get me so bad today. But there's pain in the night, but joy is in the morning, and... 2020 was a painful year. It was one of the most difficult years of my life. And, but I've got to learn to be present in the pain. Because if we're not present in the pain, we will miss the joy. Um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, and I want to get into that this morning. I want to speak about joy. It's, it's, there's a time where we go through pain, where we go through, through struggle, we go through difficulties. But I hold on to the hope that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Because joy is not just a feeling. It's, it's not happiness. You know, it's, there's a difference between happiness and joy. See, happiness is a feeling. Like Maddie knows when I come home feeling happy after I've played five-a-side football because she knows that I've won. But she also knows when I'm not happy because I come home grumpy. She knows that I'm lost. Happy is all about the external things that are going around us, which has an effect on us inwardly. But joy is what's going on inside of us, which, uh, which allows us to respond to what's going around us. It's what is living inside of us. It's not about the external things that are going around us. It's what's in us. And I believe today that the joy of the Lord is alive in your life today. And I believe you need to know that joy is coming. Joy is coming for you. And um, I want to get into this passage. We're going to probably come to this passage in a few weeks. It's all around the death of Jesus. And it's a time where um, the disciples ran away. Uh, they, were, they were in fear, obviously devastated with what is going on. The, the, their friend, their the one that they've looked up to for three years, the one who they've journeyed with so close every single day, seen do amazing things, miracles and uh, teaching and just reveal just the kingdom of God in their life. And all of a sudden, 
It's time. It's time for Jesus to be mocked. It's time for Jesus to be beaten. It's time for Jesus to be put to death on the cross. And, and the disciples, they, they run away. They, they scatter. But there's a few who remained near the cross of Jesus. And we read that many women are watching from a distance. And there were a few there near the cross of Jesus who remained there, who remained through the, through the darkest of times, through such a painful time, through such a devastating time. There were a group of women who were there just watching this wonderful, beautiful Jesus being battered and bruised and being put to death on a cross. So powerful. And uh, let me just read from Matthew 27 from verse 45, and I'm going to jump to chapter 28 as well. Um, From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabathani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine, vinegar, put it on a stick and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Let me jump to verse 62. The next day, the one after preparation Day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Chapter 28, after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. 
Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. I'll stop there. The women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. The title for my message this morning is simply, There Will Be Joy in the Morning. There will be joy in the morning. Psalm 30 verse 5 for his, lang- for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. And we've sung it this morning. There may be pain in the night, but we believe joy comes in the morning. See, these words in Psalm 30 verse 5, they were written by David. And I love how honest David is in the Psalms. He, he's, he just praises God for um, how he's delivered him from his enemies. He praises God. Um, for how he's turned his life around and for the grace of God. He cries out to God, where are you, God? Where are you in this, in this moment, in this season? And it's, it's in the time where David's struggling, where he, he wrote, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. And I want you to know uh, this morning that the season of pain is not the end. Um, it doesn't finish there. Joy is coming. Joy is coming through your pain. Joy is coming through your darkest time. See, this this word joy in the psalm in Hebrew is renal, which means a ringing cry in proclamation, joy and praise. It is both a cry of prayer and a cry of praise. This word joy is not all about, as I said, happiness in the Christian faith. It's not just a temporary thing. It's a consistent thing. It's an everlasting thing. It's powerful. It's our destiny. It's our hope. It's our strength. It is in our faith today. Joy is not absent in the pain that we go through. Joy is present in the pain. And this is only possible because of the saving work of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is only him who can enter our pain and fill us with joy. It is only him, Jesus Christ. And it's so hard to find joy, uh, to feel joy, to see joy when you're in the depths of the earth. But the truth remains, joy is coming and joy has come for each and every one of us. In the most fearful, agonizing time of Jesus, he chose joy. Hebrews 12 verse 2, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Christ saw the joy that would come out of this horrendous mission he had to go through. He saw the joy of sin being dealt with. He saw the joy of the resurrection. He saw the joy for us to have a relationship with the Father today. He saw the joy for the lost to be found, for those spiritually blind to see. He saw the joy for those spiritually dead to now come alive again. It was the, it was the joy that was set before him, that he endured so much pain, that he endured so much suffering, that he endured the cross. Jesus demonstrated a cry of prayer and a cry of praise so powerfully in that garden of Gethsemane. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. A cry of help, a cry of is there no other way, but also a cry of painful praise, yet not as I will, but as you will. Saying that, Father, this is not about my way, it's all about your way. So I choose to keep going. I choose to be obedient to you, not as I will, but as you will. It's all about your way, Jesus. And sometimes like we go through pain and we think, why is this happening to me? Why, is, why am I going through this journey? Why am I going through this process? 
it's hard to see joy through all of that, but we've got to believe that deep down in there somewhere, joy is present and God is working something through it that we cannot yet see. You make all things work together for our good. Joy is coming. While the disciples of Jesus ran away as they scattered, there were a group of people who remained who stayed through an unbearable time and it was this small group of women. And I believe there are some powerful lessons for us as we look at what these women journeyed through in order to be filled with joy in times of pain and brokenness. How can we find joy in the darkest of times? First thing I want to say to us this morning is that joy is in the courage to be present in the pain. Joy is in the courage to be present in the pain. Matthew, Mark, and Luke accounts how many women were there watching from a distance. However, in the Gospel of John, 19 verse 25, it is recorded that near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sisters, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Some watched from a distance, and there were some near the cross of Jesus. The women would have were not going through a time of joy. They were going through a time of brokenness and despair and devastation. Mary, the mother of Jesus, thinking, I cannot cope with this. My son is being battered and bruised and put to death on a cross. She couldn't see joy, but joy was coming. It was in her courage to be present in the pain. She couldn't see it yet, but she had the courage to be there. I want to say to you this morning, be courageous to be present in the pain because joy is in there somewhere and it's stirring up in your spirit somewhere. You might not see it yet, but joy is coming. We don't have the the full picture yet. We don't have the perspective yet, but God is with you. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. Joy is coming. Be courageous to be present in the pain of your life that you're going through there. Joy is in the courage to be present in the pain. And, you know, men, we can sometimes want to fix problems, don't we? We want to try and solve the situation out. We want to try and make things better. But sometimes that's just not required. Sometimes we try and make things better. We make things worse. You know, I've, I've learned that with Adria sometimes. I'm trying to, like, she's like upset and crying. I'm doing all stupid faces. I'm coming out. And I'm making new noises. I didn't know I had noises. I'm making new noises. I didn't know I had it's really interesting, but it's not helping sometimes, and all she needs is to be present with her mum. You know, that's all she needs, and sometimes we just need to understand when to just be present and just be, and you don't need to do anything practical. You just need to be present. Just be present with what you are going through. Be present in the situation you find yourself in, and the disciples went through times like that. They wanted to try and help Jesus out. They wanted to try and make things better. You know, James and John, they wanted to call fire down on a village in Samaria because they wouldn't welcome Jesus. Jesus didn't want that. You know, when Jesus explains to his disciples that he must suffer, Peter said, never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Jesus responded, get behind me, Satan. Peter had a sword and drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear as Jesus was being arrested. Jesus didn't want that. He said, put your sword away. Sometimes all that is required is is for us to have the courage to be present in the difficult times, to be present in the battle, in the struggle, in the pain. 
See, the birth of Asia, what an eye-opener that was. In a time where uh, me and Madeline have never felt so out of control, never felt so out of control, there was nothing that we could do other than trust the process. And all that was required of me was just to be present. Just to be present through the pain. It was so hard to see my wife go so much pain, so much struggle, so much hardship for like, I don't know how long we were in there, for like three days. And I'm like, when is this going to end? And like, but all that was required was for me to be present, just to be there. That's all I could do. And all I could do was trust the process. And sometimes, maybe some of you are in a, pro, in a process of pain right now, and you don't know when it's going to end. And I just say, I, can say, I don't know when it's going to end, but I say, trust the process. Be courageous just to be present in the pain, because joy is stirring in the midst of it. See, there can be moments when we want to run away and get out of the pain that we are going through. The disciples of Jesus, they ran away. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will scatter. Yet there was still real courage remained at the cross of Jesus. Women there watching him being put to death on the cross. What courage to be present in the pain. And we often don't realize that when we are present in the pain, we can also be present in the wonderful love of God. These women stood watching, these women stood near the cross of Jesus, were dwelling, abiding in pain, but they were also abiding in the greatest love of all. They were abiding in the greatest love of all. They were dwelling in the suffering and the death of the wonderful, beautiful Jesus, but they were dwelling in the beautiful Savior. Jesus says in John 15, just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love These things I have spoken to you so that my joy be in you and that your joy may be made full. So I say to us this morning, be courageous to be present in the pain because when you are present in the pain, you are present with Jesus. You are present with Jesus. Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple must take up their cross and follow me. It might not feel like it, but there is a purpose in your pain. It might not feel like it, but there is strength rising up in your pain. All we are called to do, whatever we are going through, whatever battle, struggle, pain, all we are called to do still today is follow Jesus. The promise stands, I am always with you, and I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is with you in your pain and in your suffering. He has already gone before you in your pain. And because we know that, he has gone before us. That helps us. It makes us, it helps us be, it makes us deal with it more bearable. Some of us may need to hear this morning that being just present is all that is required. Stop trying to fix the problem. Stop trying to find a way through. Stop trying to find a way out. The season you are in requires you to take courage to be present because Jesus is very much present with you. And if Jesus is present, that means he wants to work through it. He wants to do something through your pain. Abide in him through the pain, through the suffering, through the brokenness. Joy is coming. So hold on. Be patient. Persevere. Don't give up. Don't run away. Stay near the cross and trust in the one who holds all things 
together. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. We've got to trust the process. He has gone before us. He is with us. And he will never leave us nor forsake us. Joy is in the courage to be present in the pain. You might not see the joy right now, but it is in you. Because Jesus Christ is in you. So be courageous. Keep going. Be brave to just be present in the pain that you are going through. Secondly, joy is in the comfort of your pain. Joy is in the comfort of your pain. When Jesus saw his mother there, this is in the Gospel of John, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. God is your comforter. And he provides his comfort through the people he puts in your life. Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. You do not have to journey through your pain on your own. We need one another. We need friendship. We need partners. We all need someone to help us bear the loss and the grief of loved ones. We all need someone to just be there with us. We all need someone to say, actually, this might not be good for you as well. Do not go through it alone. God is providing you with people to journey with you. Let them in your life because it is God entering into your life. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. God puts people around you to enter his peace, to enter his love, to enter his comfort, to enter his joy. See, the crucifixion of Jesus was a time of devastation, brokenness, loss, and what looked like a defeat. And as Jesus is nailed to the cross, as he is coming towards his last breath, he still cares for his wonderful mother. What, what words to say when you are hanging there on the cross? You are coming to, towards your last breath and his care and his love is for his mother. Of, this is now your son. John, this is now your mother. See, Simeon's prophecy days after the birth of Jesus is coming past for Mary. A sword will pierce your own soul too. Jesus saw that the, the, the grieving Mary, how much pain she was going through to see her son there on the cross. I wonder why Jesus is referred, refers his, to his mother as woman. In the, in the culture at the time, it's a respect. It's a way of showing respect. But I wonder, because it's also mentioned before how Jesus calls his mother Woman, as in, in the passage of the first miracle, he turns water into wine. He says, woman, my time has not yet come when Mary wanted him to save the wedding as they run out of the wine. And now he says, woman, here's your son. The time had now come. The time had now come. The savior of the world. And I wonder if he refers to it to his mother as woman because he could no longer be his be her son. It was time for Jesus to be her savior. It was time for Jesus to be her savior. And uh, what wonderful words when you're when Jesus hanging there on the cross, he gives words of comfort in the pain. 
that his mother was going through. God is your comforter. And he puts people in your life to comfort you, to help you, to go on the journey with you. Joy is in the comfort of your pain. I love, uh, I came across as I was preparing this message and um, I just think of, I was thinking of Mary at this time as she's seen her son being put to death on a cross. Such a devastating time and a time of, I just don't know what's coming. I don't know what else to do. I feel feel helpless, but all she wants to do is try and help her son. And um, I don't know if any of you have seen the film Passion of the Christ, but there's a scene in that film, a powerful scene, um, where Mary is trying to comfort her son, Jesus, as he is on the road to Calvary, is picking up his cross. And uh, and Mary's at a di- in the scene, Mary's at the distance, and she's saying to John, I want to get close to my son, I want to get close to him get me to get close to Jesus. And as she gets close to him, she, she sees him battered and bruised, but she can't bear it. She has to turn away. She just can't handle it. But then there's a scene that goes back to a young boy, Jesus. It's like a flashback where Jesus is playing as a young boy and he trips up and, and uh, Mary goes and comforts the young boy, Jesus, saying, Jesus, Jesus, I am here. I'm with you. It's okay. She remembers that, remembers that scene. And then... It comes back to the present where, where Jesus has been tripped up from a soldier and he falls down, to the, falls down to the floor and Mary then responds and runs to Jesus and uh, says, Jesus, Jesus, I'm here, I'm here. He, she wants to comfort her son, but then in the scene, in the film, the words come from Jesus, Behold, mother, I make all things new. The mother wants to comfort her son, but it's Jesus who comforts the mother. So powerful. Whatever you are going going through right now, Jesus is your comforter. And joy is in the comfort of your pain. Joy is in the comfort of of your pain. Behold, Jesus says, I make all things new. See, if it is not good, then God is not done with it yet. Joy is coming. Be courageous to be present in the pain. Take comfort in the pain. Joy is coming for your life. For your life, Joy is in the midst of what is going on in your life. Finally, I want to close with this. Joy is in the power of the resurrection. Joy is in the power of the resurrection. Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here He has risen, just as he said. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy. Pain is not the end. Pain is not your destination. Death is not your destination. Eternal life is our destination if we see the Lord Jesus as our Savior. Paul says in Romans 8, 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed 
in us. And I remind us all this morning to arise, to shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. I remind us all this morning that the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ is living and breathing in your life. Your destiny is everlasting life. Though you might not feel it, it's there. It's in your courage to be present in the pain. It's in the comfort of your pain. It is in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Joy is coming. Joy is coming again. Jesus is going to return again. Joy is in the midst. So I say to us this morning, be brave, be courageous to be present in the pain. Joy is in the comfort of your pain. Joy is rising up in you. Joy is coming. Joy is very much alive in your spirit today. I love these words from 1 Peter for 1 Peter 1 from verse 3 to 9. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Let faith arise in your pain today. Let faith arise in your struggles and in your battles today. Joy is coming for you. Jesus Christ has come for you. Pain cannot keep you down. Brokenness cannot keep you down. A defeat cannot keep you down. Death cannot keep you down because it did not keep Jesus down. Jesus is alive. And when you accept, accept him into your life, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. We were made to enjoy the presence of God. We were made to enjoy relationship with God. We were made to live life in all its fullness. And I remind us and encourage this morning that joy is alive and joy is coming for your life. If it is not good, then God has not finished with it yet. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Be courageous to be present in the pain that you go through. Joy is coming. Take comfort in the pain that you go through. Joy is coming and believe in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Joy is coming and joy is living and breathing inside of you today. So I say, hold on to the hope. Hold on to the faith. Do not let go of Jesus Christ because he's doing something in your life. He is working something in your life. God is still moving in you. God is still moving in you. He still moves in through your pain and through your struggles. Worship team, come, come and help me this morning. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Psalm 30, I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths 
and did not let my enemies glow over me. Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes with the morning. So I invite Spirit of God, fall afresh on us today. Fill us with your word. Fill us with your truth. Fill us with your promises. And I pray for every single person here this morning, for those streaming in online. Fill them with boldness and courage to be present in the pain that they are going through. Fill them with your comfort in the struggles that they are going through. Fill them with your power. Fill them with the power of the resurrection of you, Jesus Christ. Thank you that joy is everlasting for our life, that it is in the midst of us right now. We might not see it, we might not feel it, but we believe that it's there stirring in us, Lord. Thank you for that promise that the joy of the Lord will be our strength. The joy of the Lord will be our strength.